This week on my podcast, I will be discussing the case of the Atlanta murders, also known as the Atlanta child murders, and I'll be explaining everything that goes into the case, so keep on listening if you want to learn more. The Atlanta murders, also known as the Atlanta child murders, were a series of murders committed in Atlanta, Georgia, between July 1979 and May 1981. Over this period of time, at least 28 children, young adults, and older adults were killed. Wayne Williams, who was 23 years old at the time of the last murder, was arrested, tried, and convicted of two of the adults' murders and sentenced to two life sentences. Police believe he is responsible for the murders of many different children, but he has not yet been charged for them. He maintains his innocence to this day, even though the murders stopped after he was arrested. The case has recently been reopened because of new technology to try and convict the killer who was responsible for the murders of all those innocent children. The victims in this case include Edward Hope Smith, 14, Alfred Evans, 14, Milton Harvey, 14, Yusuf Bell, 9, Angel Lanyard, 12, the first female victim, Jeffrey Mathis, 11, Eric Middlebrooks, 14, Christopher Richardson, 12, Latanya Wilson, 7, Aaron Witch, 10, Anthony Carter and Earl Terrell, children age undetermined, Five more children between the ages of 7 and 14 were discovered but unclaimed. Lubri Getter, Terry Pugh, Eddie Duncan, Larry Rogers, 20, John Porter, 28, Jimmy Ray Payne, 21, William Billy Starr Barrett, 17, Nathaniel Carter, 27, the last reported victim. Causes of death include strangulation, blunt force trauma, asphyxiation, and stab wounds. Many of the victims were African-American children and were boys. There were a few girl victims and a few adults. The main suspect of the case was Wayne Williams, a 23-year-old Atlanta native. There were more than 100 agents working on the investigation. Two days after finding the body of Nathaniel Carter floating down the Chattahoochee River from a bridge, police pulled a man over the same night the body was dumped. This man was Wayne Williams. The police officer recalls hearing a splash when they pulled up on the scene. Police came up with a theory that Williams dropped the body when the police were nearby. Williams reportedly handed out flyers in prominently black neighborhoods calling for young people ages 11 to 21 to audition for his singing group. The murders took place from 1979 to 1981 in Atlanta, Georgia. Many of the victims were murdered in predominantly black neighborhoods and dumped in local woods and forests and also rivers. The children would be kidnapped in the middle of day and their bodies wouldn't be found until a few days later.
Gloves and ski ropes were found in William's car when he was pulled over the night he supposedly dropped the body, but the evidence was not confiscated at the scene. Before Williams was even suspected, the Georgia State Crime Laboratory found a large number of yellowish-green nylon fibers and some violet acetate fibers on the bodies of the victims murdered in the Atlanta area. The investigators determined that the carpet was sold limited to people in Atlanta. They found the chances of finding that carpet randomly was 1 in 7,792. The carpet was found all throughout Williams' house. Expert forensic scientists say that the amount of forensics evidence on Williams was overwhelming. Williams became a suspect when he was pulled over and two days later, a body washed up on the Chattahoochee River banks. He was brought in and questioned. His alibi was weak and he failed many polygraph tests he was given. arrested on June 21, 1981, and was charged for the murders of Carter and Jimmy Ray Payne on February 27, 1982. He was sentenced to two consecutive life sentences. Law enforcement believed that 20 out of the 28 deaths were linked to Williams. He was never charged for the other murders, but many believe he was responsible. The case has been officially reopened and the evidence is being tried again and re-examined to see if they can find any new evidence and try to find the killer of the innocent lives lost. I think that this case is famous because of how scary times were in Atlanta with a murderer on the loose for two years. Many parents were in fear that their children could have been taken away from them any day. It was interesting to learn about because Williams has always kept his innocence since the day he was accused. Many people believe that he was not the killer and that he either had help or it was a cover-up for the KKK. There was a whole theory that the KKK was actually the ones committing the murders because all the victims were African Americans. However, there was a large amount of evidence on Williams involving fibers. This is one of the first cases I've ever heard of about a suspect being charged based solely on fiber evidence. The case had a lot of people on the edge because civil rights were still going on and many African American children were being murdered and people were furious about it. Many people believe that Wayne Williams was framed because he was black. However, I believe there is too much evidence against Williams for it not to be him. I cannot just, it cannot just be a coincidence that he has a limited edition carpet in his house that was on 24 of the victims. Thank you so much for tuning in on this week's podcast. It was really interesting to learn about because I've never really heard much about this case until recently this year during quarantine when I didn't really have anything else to watch. There was a documentary and it was really good. I forgot what it's called, but if you can find it, I suggest you watch it. It's really, really good and stay tuned for next week's podcast. Thanks.